Welcome back and glad to have you. The Bill Michael Show, we continue on. I mentioned it earlier, our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. If you are uh, feeling the heat a little bit, you want something cool, refreshing, they've got the Moscatos that have now been made and bottled. They were out of them for a long time. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy they're back. They've got a lot of music coming up, too. A lot of music coming up over at Forgotten Fire Winery. Big weekend for them. Um, so if you're looking to head to Peshtigo, maybe do a wine tasting, a wine tour, or just get yourself a bottle of something good, some goodness, and a fun in a bottle, as they call it, and sit outside, listen to some music, grab a little food. they got charity uh, cooking going on all weekend long. There is no better place to go than Forgotten Fire Winery. Check it all out and everything they have upcoming at ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. See for yourself. And don't forget, and don't forget, that uh, if you don't uh, get a chance to get up to Pesh to go, find it in your local grocery stores, liquor stores, wine stores. I know Woodman's carries it. I was just over there uh, a couple of days ago. I see it. I've got some bottles here at the house. Some of these bottles are heading down to Indiana with me in a week. A week from today, as a matter of fact. So I'm looking forward to it. ForgottenFireWinery.com. So the official release, the official release from our own Ben Kenny. <laughs> I love the tweet, by the way. Reads like this. Ben Kenny. Producer of the Bill Michael Show, host of Kenny and Heilprint, an average Twitter follower. Follow. Average Twitter follow. follow. Severely reacted to a play in yesterday's baseball game between the Milwaukee Brewers and the Tampa Bay Rays. The play was a bunt from Christian Yelich. He called it a, quote, travesty. Looking back, the defendant still disagrees with the decision. However, the Rays pitcher is a menace against lefties, and Yelich bunting is not a common occurrence. Therefore... The party in question, Ben, realizes the benefits of the move and could have and or could have had and rescinds his harsh criticism of the move. The Brewers are winning baseball, uh, winning baseball games, and the process should be trusted from the offices of one Ben Kenny. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Are you proud? Uh, ben, in some substance, rescinding the criticism Sticking with it to a certain extent, but can make an argument for being wrong. I rescind my insane uh, lashing out that happened at the end of the show, because you mentioned heading into the segment, uh, there's breaking news, and it does not have to do with whether Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. I then Correct. said, yeah, it's worse than that. I take that comment yes. back. I think yes. that might be the one. Yeah, that, uh, that, that over-the-top hysteria <laughs> at the time leading to that crazy level of drama that ensued. You know, sometimes I even confuse myself about whether I'm joking or not. And then it just Have goes, you ever said something and then the minute you said it you went, "Wait, what?" Oh, definitely. Like you're like you're you just realized yourself you're full of crap. Kind of. It's more <laughs> I get to the end of a wildly sarcastic rant and then I kind of believe it. I, I talk myself into the <laughs> stupidest things. Like those Yankees players and how they should go to jail for littering. Right. Yeah, right. I was, uh, which was a little harsh. I don't think I'd put him in jail for spitting gum all over the field. But uh, I did read, I was it, I, I don't know if it was, I read this or was it on New York radio that uh, they basically have been told, wink and a nod, uh, yeah, don't do that anymore. 
Nothing public, but word, uh, I guess, got around that uh, the look of these players was bad uh, for two reasons. And I thought, I thought the first reason was just stupid. Have you ever been into a major league baseball dugout? I have. Or into a, a clubhouse? Not during a game, but yes. And you have seen it. So, and I don't know if you've ever seen this being down there, but there are buckets, uh, buckets, baskets, whatever, uh, plastic buckets and baskets of gobs of bubble gum, gobs of it, huge amounts of it to the point where, you know, media will grab it, you know, not that we're grabbing handfuls, but you'll take a piece every now and if you feel like your breath is nasty or whatever, but you know, it just, I mean, bucketfuls of this stuff. So one of the arguments was it's a waste. You're wasting good bubble gum just to chew it for a couple of seconds and then use it in a game. That's money. I want to go. Yeah, I agree. It's wasteful. It's showing kids the wrong way. But then again, I'm like, just shut up. Just shut up. It's they, there are buckets at their convenience, whatever they want, they get. If you've ever been in any professional athletes clubhouse and or locker room, it's just, it's there. The argument to be made that's, I think, legit is it's just nasty. It's just on its face. The overall look is just nasty. That's it. Beyond that, the whole thing about waste. Yeah, come on. I can see if you've got 40 kids in a little league, you know, dugout and they've taken the little bag that a coach bought them that was supposed to last for three or four games and they spit it all out and threw it on the field. Yeah, because first of all, parents would yell at them, stop it, knock it off, quit, or go out and pick it up yourself because there's nobody there to pick it up. But Major League Baseball players, yeah, it's basically like, look, we're going to spit all over this in today's day and age. We're going to throw it at a sprinkler head for fun, and you go pick it up because it's beneath us. That's that's the uh, appearance. So that's why it's just it's wrong. But uh, I don't know how I got off on that tangent. <laughs> Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, feel free. Give us a shout. You can find us over on Twitter as well, at Bill underscore Michaels. Follow there, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also follow us on the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Ben Z. Kenny, who I did retweet, by the way. Ben Z. Kenny over on uh, Twitter. Find his stuff there. Not a bad way to go. Also on YouTube, on Twitch. You can find all the programming right there. Uh, this is from John who says, uh, I think it's disgusting to chew gum a couple of times and wail it onto the field only to allow somebody else to pick it up in today's day and age with different transmissible, transmittable diseases. That is awful. You have to go find a pair of latex rubber gloves just to be able to pick that stuff up. Uh, he then goes on to say that I think the Christian Yelich contract on the day it was signed was fantastic. We all felt that way. And anybody that says differently is a liar or ignorant. One of the two. Uh, I think Yelich is still going to rebound, give him a little bit more time. Let's see what this season yields. That's from David. Good stuff. I would agree. 877-867-1670. Earlier, uh, Jesse says, earlier you were comparing Christian Yelich's contract to Mike Trout's contract. Have you compared the numbers? Mike Trout has been pretty consistent all throughout his career, while Christian Yelich peaked and then has fallen off steeply. Uh, the numbers, the numbers different of fifteen million dollars certainly makes it more palatable to accept Christian Yelich's failures over Mike Trout's. 
Uh, but Mike Trout has remained consistent and continues to earn the money on a craptastic team, as you say. Christian Yelich is just starting to climb back out of that hole that he dug himself in after signing the contract. Let's give him a little time to see if he can put an entire season together. Um, yeah, we were talking about, and again, I'm not coming down on Christian Yelich. I, I, I said, I have said and been steadfast to this. I don't care what he does last month. I don't care what he does this week. What I care about is the results, the totals, the numbers, the OPS at the end of the season. You got to put an entire season together. If along the way you come up with some clutch hits, win some games, if you score some runs, whatever, then that continues to add to the lore and the legacy. But the bottom line is you're getting paid off of a stat line. As we as we said earlier, he's either average to below average when it comes to an outfielder defensively. So you have to. You have to look at the stat line at the end of the season. And you have to say, how does that compare to the past? And how does that compare in value to what it is you're paying? That's what it is. So I, I'm not sitting here today jumping off of the Christian Yelich bandwagon, nor am I jumping on it. I'm just ba- sitting back going, let's see. The Brewers are winning baseball games. You've got a really good stretch of games over the next 10 games to really try to distance yourself from the St. Louis Cardinals because you're playing subpar, craptastic, stank-ass teams in Pittsburgh and Chicago. And a majority of those games, four of them are on the road against Pittsburgh starting tonight. The rest of them are all at home before then you effort out on a road trip two against the Twins, and then four against San Francisco, teams that are both above 500 and very good. So let's see what you do right now in a stretch uh, of beating teams you are supposed to beat. And that's what matters. Christian Yelich come along for the ride, or Christian Yelich being a guy that propels the team forward? Let's just wait and see. Let's just wait and see. Uh... Brantley says, I think it's unfair to judge a contract when it's halfway through, uh, like we all said, when he signed that deal. It's a steal, knowing damn well that in 2030, he's making $26 million a year and batting probably under 200 at that point, like Lorenzo Cain. Then we'll all be pissed. Well, you know, I'm not going to be totally pissed because if he lives up to the contract in the majority of the years, then who cares, right? Then it's his final year. It's a send-off year, whatever it happens to be. Steve says they have music Saturday and Sunday. Uh, you're talking about Forgotten Fire Winery? Yes, they do. I gotta look at. I gotta go back and at, and look at the email to see who actually plays there uh, over the next couple of days. But uh, I'm uh, I'm excited about it. Let's put it that way. I'm excited about it. Uh, by the way, let's just do this real quick. Um, on Saturday, they have live music by the Rivers End. And food being served by Wagner Sportsman Club. So there you go. And then on, uh, and then from ten to five p.m. the tap takeover by Westallion Brewing. From ten to five, Westallion Brewing is opening a location in Marinette later this summer, and they're going to be pouring eight of their favorite brews at the winery on Saturday. And they've got a fill your bike with wine. How about that? Fill your bike with wine contest coming up. Not a bad way to go. I'm liking it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Find us. Um, what else do they have? they got something coming up on Sunday, too. 
I don't know what it is. I got to take a look. Anyway, there you go. That's Forgotten Fire Winery. Good people over there. Uh, this is from uh, our friends uh, Go Pack Go. Says I said way back when, when Yelich was signed, he would not live up to that money. He reminded me of Tiger Woods in the back injury. They both were the dudes that wind up like a top and crank the ball a country mile. If Yelich was in his 30s, heavier with muscle, I wouldn't have cared. My question is, if he was playing for the Yankees right now, would he be glad that he didn't would would we be glad that he didn't sign with us? Ooh. That's a great question. Damn, you guys are making me think today. Ben, if he was playing for the Yankees right now, with the prorated contract of $22 million a year, and the numbers that he's putting up, albeit he's hitting better in the last three weeks, and what he's done over the last couple of years, would you be of the ilk saying, oh, thank God we never signed him to a long-term big money contract? We actually talked about this last week. We used Philly as an example in a similar light in terms of the sports uh, environment, I guess, around the teams. First of all, I, I mean, if he was on the Yankees, he'd be hitting eighth or ninth. Um, he really wouldn't be producing in that lineup. I think he'd be viewed at as a colossal disappointment from all the fans. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they throw money around like it's nothing. I think they're still paying Jacoby Ellsbury four or five years later. So right. the money part won't matter, but it's the I think it's the principle there where let's say they sign him as a free agent. He would have been a big money free agent, and then he's pretty much failed in accordance of what the contract was. So, yeah, I, I think they'd all look at it as a huge disappointment. Yeah, but I think the Mets in the city of New York uh, are probably looking at the Yankees going, Ellsbury, yeah, paying him, yeah, hold my beer. Bobby Bonilla is still getting millions of dollars. Tomorrow. Until, yeah, he's still getting Maybe millions not tomorrow, of dollars Saturday. until like 20, 2030 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. The Mets just lean over. Hold my beer. Uh, yeah, this, 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 you talk about a bad contract. This one sucks. Um. I'd agree with you there. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Looking forward to the weekend. We are uh, going to be heading up to Road America. As a matter of fact, got some drivers coming on to the program tomorrow from the Xfinity Series are going to be here. Going to talk with uh, Jim Ozarski covering the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow as well. But over the weekend, we are then going to be heading to Road America and um, giving away the uh, Quick Trip Chevy Camaro SS on Sunday morning. And uh, Quick Trip has so much going on, but it's the Quick Trip 250. And uh, cannot wait for the weekend. Can't wait to get up there. Can't wait to see all the people, all those people from Quick Trip. But what a what a big weekend! And in the meantime, they've got Dairy Days going on right now. Uh, so many different things that you can do with Quick Trip and your Quick Rewards card, and you can get your shot at one hundred grand. And I can't think of a better way to kick off your summer than doing that with a Quick Trip two fifty one hundred thousand dollar winner circle. Stop by any quick trip and purchase any participating Oreo cookie, Oreo cakester, king-size Reese's, Chex Mix, Chex Mix Muddy Buddies, or Fresh Blends, and uh, you're in. Use your quick rewards card. You're in. They got you covered for your summer. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. 
giving away all kinds of cash. Use that Quick Rewards card. I keep telling you that. Fantastic stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Looking forward to the weekend. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Find us. Hit us up. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, our buddy Steve says, Bill, please see the video from May 10th of this year against Cincinnati. Yes, Yelich does make diving catches. See, I, Steve, I don't. they're few and far between. I don't remember a lot of them. I will say, though, you're on the money because that is, indeed is Christian Yelich flying through the air with a diving catch. I don't mind that. Yelich making that sweet catch in the seventh inning. To end the seventh inning, as a matter of fact, in Cincinnati. So, I get it. He he just doesn't do it often. And I was and as I said, it doesn't happen to where I go, wow. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't. Uh, and even then, it was it was diving. He went down, but it was more like of a lean over and kind of fall tuck and roll. You don't see many of those just straight out Superman diving catches. Then again, there's not many guys that get that opportunity. You know, I'll be honest with you. Those those opportunities are also few and far between. So, But Yelich making the diving catch to end the seventh inning. Brewers go on to win the game. I'm good with that. Not bad stuff. 877-867-1670. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to talk a little uh, who's got the best odds to get some wins in week one of the NFL. I want to do that too, so stick around for that. Uh, this one's from Jimmy. Jimmy says, uh, Christian Yelich is a solid player. For what he's being paid, he's maybe a little bit overpaid, but not much in today's Major League Baseball average. The salaries are commensurate with what the guys are doing and the statistics he's starting to put up. If he stays on this pace, he will actually be earning his pay plus some, and the Brewers will be the benefactor along with the fans. Uh, and then the fans will realize they're actually getting a bargain in Christian Yelich. If you... if he says, if you go by the power numbers, he is way down and subpar. Yes, but if his power numbers get between 22 and 27 home runs on the season, he will be more than earning his money. That's from Jimmy. Jimmy, appreciate it. What do we say? 15 was our watermark, right, Ben? Still is. I think he Still is. Still is. 15 seven, home runs. I think. Um. Yeah, seven. Sitting at seven home runs right now. Seven home runs. Only 27 RBIs. He scored 47 times, but 27 RBI. It's because Colton Wong couldn't really get on base in front of him. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, you look at it, for 147 games back in 2018, he drove in 110. 2019, in 130 games, he drove in 97. 156 games in 2017 for the Marlins. He drove in 81. He drove in 98 the year before that. He goes 98, 81, 110, 97. 2020, you got to kind of throw out because of the COVID year. 51 last year in 117 games. 51 RBI. So through 74 games this season, he's got 27 for the RBI totals. Now, you know, you hope he scores more runs than he does, obviously, bring in RBIs because he's batting first now. But, yeah, it's the, the power numbers, the, the runs batted in, those, those also can change the game. 
Um, Peter says, by the way, one of the best shows, uh, Bill, uh, great arguments for Yelich back and forth contract on both sides. I think what we, uh, if we had to give a synopsis here of our discussion for the last hour, hour and a half, it's basically this. That depending on, you look at the numbers, you look at the the contract, you say, look, maybe I love the deal the day he signed it, but it has, he has not lived up to that deal. It's been a bad deal. If you had a, a crystal ball in front of you for the last couple of years, you're probably going, boy, should have never done that. Right? I think we all can agree on that. However, if he continues to bounce back and continues to ascend, then the number that he signed for on the day he signed, which we all thought was pretty much of a hometown discount, then the number that he signed for will become either right on the money, pardon the pun, or you will get more out of the numbers and out of Christian Yelich, the player, than what you're actually paying him in comparison to other high-paid ball players in Major League Baseball. But the problem is, the book, at least the next year or two, the stories are unwritten. We just don't know. Is this the beginning of something great for him? Or is this just uh, putting a Band-Aid on an otherwise difficult situation? But nobody really knows. But everybody's got an opinion on it, that's for damn sure. But my opinion is, I don't have an opinion right now. You go back to the question that was asked, if he was on the Yankees today and the Brewers had let him walk, would we be screaming at Mark, Mark Atanasio for not spending the money, regardless of if it's a bad contract or not for the Yankees? Or would you be saying, unbelievably brilliant move for the money in the short period of time since the contract signing by David Stearns and Mark Atanasio for not paying him because they saw something that we didn't? But I think in the moment, go back a couple of years, spring training, and the announcement was made. I'll never forget it. I was there. The feeling around the ballpark, the feeling around the, the, the clubhouse, but just being in that area with fans was, oh, my God, what an unbelievable move. Boy, did the Brewers do something right. They put their money where their mouth was. It gave you faith in the organization. It gave you faith in Mark Atanasio. And then ultimately, the next day, everything gets shut down. And it went from this overwhelmingly joyous feeling to, holy crap, what's next? What does our world come to? Because COVID became prevalent. I, I, I still stand by it. I think it was a good signing. I give Mark Antanasio a lot of credit for that. 877 867 1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, and real quick, Ron, one more here, and uh, this one's from Gene. Gene says, uh, all the argument about Christian Yelich, can people just take a chill? He said, Christian Yelich's, Christian Yelich's book is unwritten. We believe he's going to be a good player. We're just waiting to see if he can ever return to the form that we once that we once saw him in, in the glorious days. He seemingly could put the ball anywhere in the ballpark at any point in time, and he was one of the most dangerous hitters in baseball. He's not that anymore, and we have to simply live with that. Will that return? We can all hope. Otherwise, you just have to look at the reality of the contract and see what the numbers are when it's all said and done. That's from Gene. Gene, appreciate it. Thanks for the participation. There are some people that are coming to the table with a sense of common sense. 
Is that the way to put it? Common sense. Um, wow. Uh, Tidbit says CBS KOIN Channel 6 in Oregon showing a press conference right, right now by the 9-11 victims and their fa- 9-11 victims' families protesting the LIV tournament, the live tournament, and Saudi Arabia's government. He said it's very moving. I didn't see any of that. Ben, did you? I saw tweets about it, yes. There's been a lot of uh, local, say, around Portland, a lot of outrage about the event being held at that club. There have been a lot of members that have since rescinded their membership uh, because of it. And the uh, the stuff around 9-11, those people have been outspoken really since it began. I wonder what that will do to some of the guys like Phil Mickelson, like Brooks Kepka, like Dustin Johnson. I wonder what that'll do. Because there's not, you can't say, and I've always, and we'll talk about this, but you can't say, oh, I'm just a golfer. You just can't do it. This has always been something that's been underlying the entire time regarding this. Because you know what you're stepping into. And now to go, I'm just a golfer. I don't know what you're you're talking about. Now you see it. Uh-oh. Bill, there is is a unbelievable development going on, and I have not yet wrapped my head around it. According to John Wilner, someone close to many Pac-12 happenings, source, USC and UCLA are planning to leave for the Big Ten as early as 2024. Okay, let, let, let's do this. Let's get back into this when we come back. We've got uh, some of the odds and some of the uh, odds makers stating for games first week of the NFL, which we can push to the back burner. I want to talk about that, and I want to talk about uh, this, uh, this Live Tour press conference that's going on right now. Stay tuned. Got a lot more regarding all of this coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Pella, the windows and doors and do- entry systems you want in your home. Why? Because they're great. They add value to your home. Put them in, then get your house evaluated. Then get it appraised. Tell me what it's worth. I guarantee it goes up exponentially. You're probably going to get the amount of money you put into your windows back out of your home after the fact. Not to mention they're economical. You can get the uh, outsides to match, the interior to match, different hardware, different innovations. The roll screen. The screen now that allows more light in the window. How about the, the slider window? which there's no crank to it. Just slide the button. Out it goes. Good stuff. Check them all out. Six different lines. And right now, if you decide to finance, four years, no interest. Four years, no interest from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They will come out with that free, free consultation. No obligation and free consultation. Again, no obligation, free consultation. Come on out, take a look around your house. They can give you an estimate. Tell them what you want, what fits your budget, all that kind of good stuff. Check it out. That's PellaWI.com. PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That is 855-PELLA-WI. We have breaking news regarding the Big Ten and the Pac-12. It is all coming up next on The Bill Michael Show.
Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bill Michael show uh, continuing on. So um, getting back into this uh, now, Ben, uh, let's start with the breaking news. First and foremost, read it again. As we were going to break, I wanted to talk about this, but let's read it again. So this has now been confirmed by the athletic and Yahoo sports. The report is that USC and UCLA are in conversations to join the big 10 conference as soon as 2024. USC and UCLA are coming to the Big Ten Conference. Both of those teams out of the Pac-12, what would that do to the Pac-12 South? I mean, that just devastates the Pac-12 to begin with, but wow. Okay, now think of it this way. Think of travel. You've got Big Ten games now being played. It's bad enough because you're going coast to coast with the Big Ten now, right? You're going to Maryland. You're going to Rutgers. You're going coast to coast. You could play Maryland one day, come back home, and then you get next day you got to go back out and you got to fly out and play USC or UCLA. I think it's tremendous for the Big Ten. Don't get me wrong. But, wow. So let's just say, for blanks and giggles there, Ben, that the Big Ten West changes because those teams are in the West, right? They're going to uh, – I don't mean to shut down the, the what if, but I every conference around the country is going away from divisions in general. I think by right. that time, it'll just be a – kind of a round robin with protected rivalry games every football year. Mm. But I will say it would be hilarious to watch UCLA play in Wisconsin in November every year. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. But if say you, let's just say the way it stands today, let's say they don't get rid of the, the divisions. When is the plan to get rid of the divisions? Do you remember off the top of your head? It has not been announced yet, but the ACC did it for uh, next year. And the Big Ten, there's been a lot of chatter yeah. around it. So I would assume for either next year or the year after at the latest. So by the time they get into the Big Ten, the the, the divisions will most likely be gone. So you're not going to have to worry because it, what you would figure is, let's just say that that would happen, they would displace two teams out of the West because they're the furthest West teams there are. Who would that be? What, what teams would leave? You probably would figure at that point uh, Purdue and either Illinois or Northwestern. If you want to go geographically, 
Purdue and Illinois or Northwestern would then go back, would go into the East, which would make sense because Purdue would be the rival of Indiana. Although Illinois really, who's Illinois' rival? Northwestern? In-state? You know, you would just assume the natural geography of that would be in-state rival, but, oh, man. So you've got USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 and coming into the Big Ten. Now, on the competition side of things, wouldn't you wouldn't you then say, God, it's basically what the Big Ten and the SEC, right? One hundred percent, and it's not close. There's I, no other, there's no other conferences that would even come close to rivaling that. I feel like Oregon is going to find its way to the Big Ten as well because of their profile, but it and, really feels like a situation where. Half of the Pac-12 is going to move to the Big Ten or SEC. The other half that isn't wanted will go to the Big 12. And the Pac-12 is just going to be dead, honestly. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, because the Big 12, losing Texas and losing Oklahoma, as we all know, they're going to the, US, er, to the uh, SEC the ACC, eh, no. The only way the ACC becomes even even relevant, Clemson has to stay on top. Florida State has to return to prominence. Uh, maybe you get something out of Pittsburgh, get something out of Miami, but I don't even think you're going to come close to competing with those those teams on that level. And even then, that means that Louisville has to be good again. Syracuse has to kind of come back. Boston College has to kind of come back, you know. That's not going to happen. They'll still be a power in basketball, but they will not be. They're just not going to be the power in football and the moneymaker. The American Athletic Conference, remember Cincinnati's leaving for the Big 12. I would assume Houston would follow. But then that leaves Central Florida, East Carolina, Tulsa, SMU, Memphis. I mean, you're you're Navy. You're, you're, that's not a power conference anymore. That's that's not even a power conference now, to be honest with you. But woof, there was a scramble going on, and this goes back to the Power Five. That's what we were always talking about. There's going to be two or three major conferences, and that's going to be it before it's all said and done, right? What do you do if you're like Appalachian State in the Sun Belt? Or the Louisiana Raging Cajuns or something, you know? Or I just, man. How about the Mountain West Conference? Trying to think, you got Fresno, Nevada, Air Force, Boise, Utah. Just, (laughs) man. So, breaking news of the day. You've got uh, USC and UCLA both saying that uh, they are now coming to the, uh, the Big Ten. If you're a Big Ten fan, you're loving it. The powerful Big Ten. Not that UCLA and USC have been, you know, in in recent times, these massive powerhouses, but they bring swagger. They bring name. I think USC is probably the better program out of the two, football-wise. They don't, USC doesn't bring a ton when it comes to basketball. They bring a little bit, but not much. UCLA obviously brings legacy. 
I mean, Man. Bill, what this is all going towards is something that has felt inevitable for a bit in college football, but we're going to have a separately governed college football landscape, mm-hmm. whether it's one like separate conference aside from the NCAA, because NCAA doesn't yeah. really do anything anyway. But I, these feel like big moves towards that, where you have the SEC right. and the Big Ten. I feel like after five, six years, they'll just come together form this other entity super conference and then leave the rest behind and it's leaving them behind but also it's not like all of those acc schools that won't make it or uh, you mentioned appalachian state louisiana it's not like they're totally screwed they're still in the ncaa playing football it's just they won't be making the money off of playing at some of these other programs right um the uh the other story in all of this first of all then you start to look at the NIL deals, and um, I, I thought it was interesting when you look at uh, what you sent me earlier about Deadspin and Michael Caspino uh, leaking the Rashadas deal at $9.5 million going to the uh, turning down an offer from the University of Florida of upwards $11 million. Um, man, that's a... Uh, that's a whole other situation there because you're also talking about the NIL package, NIL packages to get into those power conferences to get your face out there. And you're going to have even think about the money now that's being thrown around, not just via the the schools individually, but then the, the, the conferences in general to bring talent in. Could you see? OK, let's think of this. If you're, say, Purdue, if you're, say, Rutgers. Would you ever consider, because you know competitively, you're just not going to compete. You're never going to amount to anything in the Big Ten other than you're collecting a paycheck. Do you ever see them leaving for more prestige somewhere else? I can't. So you're going to have consistent bottom feeders in the Big Ten, in the SEC, in the Big Twelve, in some of these conferences, before it's all said and done, just for just because they're they're gonna they're gonna drink the money, they're gonna drink the money, and by the time it's all said and done, um, I agree with you. I I think, he, but the problem is when you break away from the NCAA and their 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 ability to govern, so to speak, which has been done with an iron fist. Uh, no doubt about it. And it has not been able to wrap its arms around the money. What what will the landscape of college athletics look, specifically football, in 10 years? Because they're going to have to put a committee together that's going to govern the sport. And can you see any team, any major team, that has someone on this committee breaking rules, and then trying to govern themselves? We are in a really, really, really slippery slope right now, driven by nothing more than money, which pretty much everything is, of college uh, football. Well, the the biggest part of the money is there's a television deal being negotiated as we speak. Yep. And Fox already has more than half of the power. Somehow, Fox is allowed to be in the negotiations and decide who gets the rest of the contract which is an insane amount of power to now broker with these teams coming in. It's insane. 
Right. Uh, it's, man, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back talk a little bit more about this. Hey, our friends over there at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. Don't forget, whether it's erectile dysfunction, 98% success rate at, at helping you with, okay? Think about that. Then... It's that time of year. You're feeling good, but you want to go outside. You want to run around. You want to wear the T-shirt, and you're like, oh, man, I'm just I'm pudgy. I, I'm overweight. I don't want to do it. I need to ju- some to jumpstart me. Help me. They can do that as well. You're more than halfway through the year, believe it or not. You're going on the backside of the year now. And don't forget, down the road, I hate to say this, but you're going to end up with the holidays before it's all said and done. Man, get into shape now. Start jumpstarting the new you. Call them for the all-in-one uh, fitness pl- program, the all-in-one weight program, the weight loss program. They've got it. 414-455-4451. One phone number four one for any location. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That is the new mail medical center. Make sure you give them a call. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Forget big uh, Fourth of July weekend coming up. We all know that, but music, food, great food, good stuff going on. And uh, you've got our friends over there at Social House, Dan Dell and the whole staff. Great people. The cheese curd burglar, uh, curd. <laughs> the cheese curd burger. Not burglar. The cheese curd burger is uh, is awesome. It's to die for. It really is. And I uh, I had it once a while ago, and I loved it. And I went back, and oh my goodness! And now it is something that I only eat a couple of bites out of, and I got to put the rest away and eat it periodically. But oh my god, is that thing good? Oh, good gracious! So uh, if you're heading over there, tell them tell them I said hi, and order the cheese curd burglar. Uh, that is the Social House, H-A-U-S, over there on Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. And I can't give it a bigger thumbs up of endorsement than if I had to. So there you go. Uh, Kevin says, uh, does the uh, UCLA and USC coming to the Big Ten, does this push Wisconsin to bring back baseball? USC and UCLA both have really good programs. And I know there's others in the Big Ten that do as well. I don't think so, but I'd love to see baseball come back. I'll tell you that. Um, Here's the thing. Let's be honest, okay? When it comes to baseball in Wisconsin. And I don't know all the – baseball was eliminated. When was baseball eliminated? It was like late 90s, right? So – and you now have enough money to be able to bring back a sport or two to make it equality-wise for Title IX to take that out of the mix, okay, if you wanted to bring baseball back. There's so much money being made. So 
I would say why the hell not, but maybe I'm thinking of it too simplistically. Ben, that sounds to me like a Kenny and Heilprin show. Oh, we're ready tonight. We're talking about How much about baseball this can be brought back because of the money now being put into the Big Ten and being brought in via football? Come on. Sounds to me like you guys should be all over that. Stay tuned. We got another hour yet to go. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.